The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome to your Wednesday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Wednesday, December 7th. They added a little bit more just straight zero in there. They, they pop with it normally, but they showed us a couple all-out blitzes. Uh, you know, Pat and um, uh, 11 did a nice job of working, you know, working that down the field. So they, they did a good job against it. But, they did, they did the drop eight against us. I thought we were productive against it. As you know, the Chiefs fell once again to the Cincinnati Bengals, highlighting some of the issues they still need to solve as we inch ever the more close to the NFL postseason. On Monday, head coach Andy Reid acknowledged some of the looks they saw from Cincinnati on Sunday. The Bengals utilized some of the same looks they gave the Chiefs last year, but the difference this season was quarterback Joe Burrow's ability to adapt to the new Chiefs defensive personnel. The Chiefs heavily invested into their secondary to compete against teams like the Bengals. That secondary actually held up for the most part on Sunday. It was Burrow's development that helped steal a third straight win over the Chiefs. Cincinnati heavily relied on the big play downfield last season against the Chiefs. This year, it had more to do with Burrow attacking the middle of the field, and the Chiefs just didn't have the answer defensively. That mixed with poor tackling, and it was another recipe for a Chiefs loss. The Chiefs travel to Denver this week for their first of two matchups against Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Patrick Mahomes left Sunday's game a little dinged up as Reed confirmed he was dealing with a foot injury, but it doesn't sound too serious. We'll also keep tabs this week on guard Joe Tooney, who missed his second straight start, and wide receiver Kadarius Toney, who's still dealing with a hamstring issue. We'll have the injury updates later today right here at ArrowheadPride.com. Yeah, you know, we we got around him. We just didn't get him on the ground, which we've got to be, do a better job with. Um, he he has a knack for, for getting getting out of there and he he did a good job and it wasn't that we didn't have people around him that, that wasn't the, the case um uh, majority of the time there were people there we just he slithered underneath the chiefs only managed to sack joe burrow once in their week 13 loss though the pass rush has been much better overall this year compared to last season while sunday's game established the bengals as a true afc team to watch come playoff time the chiefs still have a chance to go on a run and try and reclaim the top spot in the AFC. 
With five games remaining on the schedule and only one opponent with a record above 500, the Chiefs need to handle their own business down the stretch, and they'll get their first opportunity to do that against Russell Wilson and the Broncos. And they've given up 38 sacks on the season, and that's fourth most in the NFL. The Broncos are also dead last in the NFL, only scoring 13.8 points per game. They've only scored 166 total points this season, which is also dead last in the NFL compared to the Chiefs, league-leading 350 points. It's a division game, which should never be slept on, but this has all the makings of a bounce back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, Nick, that, I, I think that this uh, is hurt as they are. Uh, I, I think that that's going to help them grow. Um, you know, whether it's a leverage thing, whether it's not having to strike hard at a ball, but just getting your hand on the ball is good enough. Uh, your footwork and how you handle that, all those, all those things against good players and you had a variety of sizes that you're going against. I just, I think, uh, um, and speed. So I, I just think that that they can, they look at it properly, you know, which which they're, they're pretty good that way. They look at it properly, they can grow from it. We already mentioned the Chiefs secondary and this group that held up their end of the deal in week 13. They didn't allow a single Bengals wide receiver to eclipse 100 yards and only gave up a wide receiver touchdown early in the game to T. Higgins. The Chiefs' struggles on Sunday can be put more on their tackling issues and their inability to get off the field on third down. Luckily for Chiefs fans, all of the things they struggle to get done against the Bengals are things the Broncos have had issues with each and every week this year. Denver isn't just a bad football team. They're one of the worst offensive teams in the NFL, and it's not particularly close. Denver is at the bottom of the NFL in almost every category offensively, with teams like the Houston Texans and L.A. Rams. Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson has just eight touchdowns on the season to five interceptions, and he's barely completing 60% of his passes. Yeah, listen, they did a good job. Now, left other people left other people open. And, and I could have, uh, let me start that uh, with this, Sam, that I, I could have dialed up more things that were a little bit more friendly for him, too, and, and got him into space a little bit more. So some of that is on the calls. Other is they, they had a plan for him, you know, where they were going to double in and out him and, you know, take him out. Now, it, listen, it opened up things for, for the other guys to, to be productive, but we take a lot of pride and get guys open when somebody has a plan on them. And then second half, we did a little better with it. So uh, and Trav did better. The Broncos have actually played the Chiefs pretty close over the last several years. They always seem to be in ugly football games where Patrick Mahomes makes just enough plays to keep the Chiefs in the win column. The Bengals' plan was clearly to keep Travis Kelsey from getting heavily involved and force the other Chiefs pass catchers to beat them. While the Broncos' offense has been an absolute disaster this season, their defense has still been one of the best units in football. We'll see if they can try and slow Travis Kelsey down, as they have in years past, but our money is on Kelsey and Mahomes having big bounce-back games against Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos. As for us, that's it for the Arrowhead Drive on Wednesday, December 7th. If you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, it's the Great British Chiefs show with our first full look at these Denver Broncos. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Red Friday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.